This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. So this week, Mark, you might have heard rumors that Ron Paul has dropped out of the presidential race. I have heard just that. And I've yet to really see anything that nails it down for sure. Well, um, it's my understanding, uh, I saw a little uh, clip there that he said that the campaign was winding, winding down, down, but that they were going to press on. So, yeah, no, I, Ron Paul is not out of the race. Well, I watched the, uh, the video that re- you're referring to as well. It was posted on his website at ronpaul2008.com. And there have been several media articles written about that particular video. And here's one from CNN. Uh, This one claims that a spokesman for Ron Paul's presidential campaign said Friday the Texas congressman is ending his run for the White House. According to Paul's campaign's communication manager, Jesse Benton, we're acknowledging that Ron will not be the nominee and that we're winding down the campaign. He hinted that the end was near in a video to supporters posted on YouTube on Thursday. Now, something I did notice, Mark, is that if you go to ronpaul2008.com, the fundraising graph is gone. It's no longer there. So why would they take the fundraising graph away if the campaign was still going to stick around? Well, um, Jesse Benton said that dropping out is not accurate. Paul's presidential campaign spokesman uh, by phone, Paul says that uh, to use his leftover campaign money, grassroots popularity and energetic support to shape the national debate and further spread his message. I'd read in another article that he was planning on suspending his campaign, a la Mitt Romney, who also suspended his campaign. So it seems like so Jesse Benton saying one thing in in one article and another in another. This is very strange. Anyway, he says we're acknowledging that he won't be the nominee and we're winding down the campaign. Well, I I think that I think it's pretty clear that he is not going to be the Republican nominee unless, uh, you know, unless they find out that John McCain, in fact, uh, was, you know, was a guard at uh, Auschwitz. They're they're not going to do that. Or maybe they'll disqualify him because he was born in Panama. Could be. uh, You know, it's it's not impossible. Or maybe he'll have a heart attack. I mean, he's He's, an angry man. He's not the he's not the spryest of. uh, Well, not only is is he old, but he's also an angry guy. And don't they say that the angry, you know, angry people, type A personalities, more likely to have heart attacks? I, I, I'm, I'm no doctor. Okay, I'm I'm not either. I'm just wondering if you heard the same thing I'd heard. It sounds, it sounds like something that could very well be true. So, just figured I'd bring that up because we didn't have a chance to mention it yesterday during the show uh, that uh, that Ron Paul is questionably. Sort of maybe pulling out of the race. <laughs> still in, still maybe out, whatever. I hope he sticks it out, man, because he had been saying up until this point, every time he was asked, you know, the the media people when, in what few interviews they've been doing of him recently would always ask him, well, you're not uh, doing so well in the polls there, Ron. Uh, when are you going to pull out? And he would say, no, I'm not going to go anywhere until my supporters stop sending me money and stop right. encouraging me to continue. And I can't imagine why any of Ron Paul's supporters would start saying, yeah, Ron, you should pull out. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine it either. At this point, it's, it seems like, uh, you know, I hate using the terminology, but it seems like he's, just, he's framing the debate to some extent. Um, he's out there. He's uh, using his, um, you know, what little, what little coverage he's getting to uh, talk about important issues like the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, healthcare. He's a doctor, after all. He's the only doctor that's running. Uh, why in the world America thinks that a politician can fix their healthcare problems is beyond me. But, you know, I sent money to the Ron Paul campaign, so I'm obviously a bit biased. You know, and he's uh, he's talking about the Iraq War and what a, a monumental waste of money and how how it's uh, unconstitutional, therefore illegal. I also sent money to his campaign in the hopes that it would continue on as long as possible. And I feel like this, if he's really leaving the race, it's awfully premature. And I think it, I think it's a mistake. And we'll certainly keep our eyes on it here and uh, let you know as things develop what exactly is going on. Of course, if Ron Paul does drop out at that point, the next question is going to be, uh, will he endorse the libertarian candidate for president? Mm. Because if he, he has already said that he's not going to run as a third-party candidate. Right. And if he's not running as a Republican candidate and not running as a third-party candidate or independent, then his endorsement could be very uh, worthwhile to whomever that that person might end up being yeah. uh, for the Libertarian Party. Very well. Just an idea. Who knows how this will shake out? I know, Mark, you're trying to get him on the show again. I don't know if that's going to pan out. Made some calls. Okay. Well, that's the best we can do at this point. Uh, so, 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday edition. Another update for you here on a story we covered back in November, the Liberty Dollar. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you that uh, are new to the show, the Liberty Dollar is a private alternative currency. It is real gold, real silver, or in some cases it's certificates that are actually backed by silver in a warehouse somewhere. Right. Or should I say silver that was in a warehouse somewhere? Because back in November, the federal government goon squad decided they were going to steal all of the silver that backed up all the Liberty Dollar certificates, as well as uh, literally pounds and pounds, uh, you know, millions of dollars in silver shipments that were ready to go out the door at the Liberty Dollar headquarters in Evansville, Indiana. They literally came in at like 6 in the morning and raided their, their offices and took all their precious metals. Right, and this is... Uh, Your th- precious metals and my precious metals, yeah. that is, if you have Liberty Dollar. I do. <laughs> yes, and uh, I do, too. The, you know, And this is just wrong, because obviously Liberty Dollars are not counterfeit. They're not green, and no. they're backed up with gold and silver. Okay, so they're entirely different. They're an alternate current currency that people can use to trade back and forth. I can trade you anything I want for your goods and services. I can trade you pigs or staples or whatever I have that's of real value. Or I can trade you Federal Reserve notes. The, the, Liberty Dollar is completely legitimate. And why they would go after them is beyond me, other than, well, the They're just common like, thieves. Yeah, d- the government doesn't like competition. Right, they don't like competition, and they're also thieves. They know these government uh, agents, they know they can get away with theft. They know they can get, you know, commit crimes. Sure, they've got badges. Right. They can commit crimes under the name of being a government agent, and they know that very rarely, very rarely, will any punishment be meted out for those crimes. Oh, and certainly, you know, in, the, in, the, uh, in doing their duty, very rarely. So what they did was they took all the gold, all the silver, all the platinum that the Liberty Dollar organization had. They also took all the, you know, all their office equipment, their computers, and everything like that. And, and amazingly enough, despite that, that just awful attack on the Liberty Dollar, Bernard von Nothaus, the the man, the monetary architect, the man who created the Liberty Dollar, he he has stuck it out. Yeah. He has relaunched his organ- stern stuff. He has relaunched his organization. Well, this is his. I mean, this is basically his life's mission: is to uh, to get rid of the Federal Reserve and and promote his uh, his alternative currency. You know, he's a former Mint employee. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Used to work for the U.S. Mint. Right. So that's where he got his expertise, I guess, at uh, minting things. 
Anyway, uh, he launched his organization again. They're coming out with the 2008 Liberty Dollar. The Liberty Dollar is about ready to double in its uh, face value from $20 to, or more than double, going, I think it's going to go from $20 to $50 mm-hmm. if the price of silver continues to hover at the range it, it currently is. It's huge. I mean, it's going to cut, I would uh, predict that silver is going to go up along with gold and along with uh, barrels of oil and everything. As they've, uh, I'm afraid that unfortunately the uh, the people, the Federal Reserve and the Republicans that are in power have uh, decided to take our money and and uh, just send it into the crapper. One of the reasons is this war, but um, you know we 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 got a really failed monetary system in this country. Now, and if, we're probably not going to be the uh, what they call the reserve currency, the world reserve currency, much for much longer. Some countries have like already been dropping. Yeah, it's look, uh, it looks like it's going to be the euro, which seems odd. Well, you know, you pick one fiat currency over the other, right? Right. Uh, 800-259-9231. And so if you're listening to all this saying, well, I don't care, I don't have liberty dollars. Whoa, hold on a second. Do you have gold or silver? Right. It's not like the federal government has never confiscated gold or silver before. They did it in the uh, early portion of the 20th century. And, you know, all of it. Remember, if you don't protect freedoms, all freedoms, for all people, well, it could be yours they come after next. Yeah, that's now true. it's currently the, uh, the, the right to trade in gold and silver, um, you know, if, if that's what you so choose to do. But what is it next? You never know if it's, if it's smokers or if it's people that eat candy bars or people that go scuba diving or what it is that they're going to come after next. If they don't like people that drink bottled water and use incandescent light bulbs these days. 800-259-9231. So I've got the update as to what's going on with the Liberty Dollar. This time they're not targeting the home office. They're targeting someone else. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the live Saturday edition. That's 1-800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. By the way, we have archives, an entire year's worth of the show, front page of the website. Download at your leisure. They are for free. That's freetalklive.com. March 12th through 15th is the 56th running of the Mobile One 12 Hours of Sebring, presented by Fresh from Florida. The world's fastest sports cars will battle for 12 hours on the famous Sebring Road Course. For tickets and information, call 1-800-626-RACE or visit SebringRaceway.com. March 12th through the 15th. Don't miss it. That's SebringRaceway.com. Our number is 800-259-9231. Continuing the story here on the Liberty Dollar Update. Uh, this one, again, it's just uh, just to show you know, the Liberty Dollar is an alternative currency, really actually backed or actuals uh, or, 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 or basically are uh, pieces, silver pieces backed by silver or are actual silver, in some cases gold as well. But the idea is to uh, put these into circulation and have Americans and people around the world, presumably, but, but Americans mostly, uh, exchanging them on a voluntary basis as opposed to exchanging Federal Reserve notes, which are the greenbacks that you have in your wallet. So that's what these are. They're, they're not trying to be counterfeit currency. No, they don't even look like dollars. In fact, if you took a Liberty, Reserve notes. if you took a silver Liberty, the actual one ounce silver piece, and put that next to any of the you know quarters, nickels, and dimes, you'd easily be able to tell which was the real money and which one wasn't. And I mean, of course, the Liberty Dollar is the real money because it's real silver. The rest of that stuff is just crap. But yeah, what's just pot metal? It's it's very fancy. I I like the new presidential uh, pieces that they're putting out with the the presidents on them. But 
you know, they decrease in value every time the uh, Federal Reserve kicks more dollars in, and they're doing it all the time. I believe they're going to put a hundred billion dollars in this month. So there was a huge uh, raid on the Liberty Dollars head office back in November, where they confiscated millions of dollars in inventory and orders, and and uh, and the silver that backs up the certificates. They took it all. The Feds took it, and now there's a lawsuit that's been filed to try to get it back. Now that's a separate issue. Now, what did I predict at that time, Mark? What was one of the things I predicted would happen? I said that they were going to go after the regional currency offices. Yeah, I guess you did. Uh, because those were kind of like the, uh, the the regional currency offices are basically the distributors of the Liberty Dollar. So you've got the, the home office, and then you've got the sort of the high-level distributors. And then below that, you've got the Liberty Associates and the businesses that accept the currency. I predicted they were going to go after the RCOs, and I was not quite right. But they are going after somebody. In this case, they're going after the little guys in Asheville, North Carolina. Really? This from the uh, the Liberty Dollar email list from Bernard von Nonhaus. Warning, the G-Boys are back. This time, they're attacking the peaceful town of Asheville, North Carolina. As you may recall, uh, we reported back in May of 2007 that the G-Boys roused the Liberty Dollar when they attacked Mark Lightfoot's crafts and jewelry business in Kentucky. Now, despite the lack of any complaint from a resident or business in western North Carolina, U.S. Secret Service and FBI agents have launched a thorough investigation into the use of the Liberty Dollar in the Asheville area. Beginning April 3rd, rogue agents have tracked down people one by one from the easily available list of merchants and demanded answers regarding their use of the Liberty Dollar. Sure, they're right there on the website. Um, It's not like they make any effort to to hide who's uh, accepting Liberty Dollars and who's not. This is a, a business, and is all they're proposing is that people should be able to do business in gold and silver and I don't see anything wrong with that. Well, the feds see something wrong with it, so they've decided to start intimidating people. Uh, so they, they, they did go and get the list of merchants that accept the Liberty Dollar and went one by one to them. When asked about their reasons for the investigation and the frivolous use of taxpayer money, the response from the agents was, number one, that the Liberty Dollar is flirting with counterfeit laws. Number two, that then the Liberty Dollar... If they're just flirting with them, then why, you know, then, then why go after them? Number two, it's just a, it's an harassment campaign. That's exactly They're trying to what intimidate it is. It's people. harassment, and the American the, taxpayers have to pay for it. And um, this business, you know, they have to pay um, to defend themselves. Whereas these federal goons that that are got nothing better to do than uh, than bother a, 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 a businessman. No, apparently they don't. Now, by the way, no one has been arrested. Bernard von Nothaus has not yet been arrested. It's been months now, and no one in these these businesses that they were harassing and asking questions was arrested either. But here's their two other claims. They claim, number two, that the Liberty Dollar is not regulated by the government. And number three, that widespread use of the Liberty Dollar would further weaken the already weak U.S. government-issued dollar. Well, uh, whose problem is that? I mean, that's why it's there, so the people have an alternate to uh, this crappy dollar that we're being forced, that's being forced on us. Well, that's what they're saying. You should have to use the dollar in every circumstance, and how dare you, citizens, how dare you try to barter or exchange uh, in an alternative currency? This is the United States where you are not free to do what you want. That's That's what they're suggesting here. Anyway, Bernard continues. Right, you in his would email. think in a free country you would be free to do business in gold and silver, but apparently that's just not so. Well, you're still semi-free. It's just that now you're subject to being harassed by the feds. Apparently, the ridiculousness, according to Bernard, of their reasoning, let alone the law, is well unreasonable. First, the Liberty Dollar doesn't flirt and is certainly not counterfeit. Second, like right. most businesses, it's a piece. It's a piece of metal. How can it flirt? <laughs> Second, like most businesses, the government does not regulate the Liberty Dollar. So what? 
Third, at a time when the government's spending a billion dollars a day on war alone, the thought that somehow a few liberty dollars per day would have any impact on the U.S. dollar is beyond logic. Fortunately, many Asheville merchants have called Kevin Innes, their local RCO, to report their interrogation by the government boys with tones of incredulity in their voice. They also commented that their time was being wasted by government employees, questioning them about local currency and uh, applauding Kevin for his efforts to promote a money that was good for the community with integrity. Each merchant was asked if they had any Liberty Dollars, and at least on one occasion when the merchant said they had a Liberty Dollar, the officer stated it was contraband and then asked that it be turned over to them. Now, the merchant in this particular case did hand over the Liberty Dollar. Now, remember, we're talking about merchants. They aren't as well educated as a uh, regional currency office or a Liberty Associate. These are just businesses that have decided they are willing to take Liberty Dollars in payment. And let me just reiterate here something that's important to point out. When a cop or government person, government agent of some sort, is saying something to you, you absolutely have the right to ask questions to clarify exactly what he's saying, because many times they will use very, very creative wording to give you the uh, the impression that they're ordering you to do something, right. when in fact they're just asking you, which is why Bernard says here they asked to have the Liberty Dollars turned over to them. They'll usually say things like, I'm going to have to ask that you hand that over. Right. With a very authoritative tone. Right. And it, it doesn't sound like uh, a request. It sounds, for all the world, like an order. Well, yes, and they are very scary looking usually. they got a gun on their hip or something like that. And so you would think when you hear that that, oh, well, I better give it to this guy. But the key word there is ask. And if you're still not sure, if for some reason they use the term ask or somehow phrased it differently, say, so, I'm sorry, are you asking me or ordering me? Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a very easy question. But better yet, I would say, don't even talk to them in the first place. If some federal goon comes into your place of business, throw them out. Right. What good can it do you? Not a talking, damn thing. Talking to a Secret Service agent, how does it benefit you? 1-800-259-9231. There's uh, the latest on the Liberty Dollar situation. Maybe a little bit more information here. Plus, Spencer's on the line in Michigan. Mark in Indianapolis. We'll take your calls about anything. Ladies, you come first if you make the call. 800-259-9231. When the government comes looking for your gold and silver, what will you do? How will you respond? I say don't even answer the damn door. There's no obligation to talk to these people. Mm. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up whatever's on your mind toll-free, 800-259-9231, the Sankle CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday show, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, so enjoy those on us, including the wiki, over 1,500 pages created by listeners like you, wiki.freetalklive.com. It's like the listener-editable version of our website. Go and get interactive for free at wiki.freetalklive.com. You can lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended cleanse. Go to ftldiscount.com and read some real testimonials and... 
Find out how to order. That's FTLdiscount.com. We're talking about the federal attack, the continued federal attack on the supporters of the Liberty Dollar and alternative currency. We'll make it back into that here in a moment, but let's go right into your phone calls here and talk to Spencer in Michigan, listening on WTKG. Hello, Spencer. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind? I just want to say it's real cool, you guys, um, to have this uh, topic on the radio tonight. I believe a monetary issue, the the issue on money is the most critical issue that we have. uh, I totally agree. that the uh, Democrats, Republicans, totally avoid it. Absolutely, yeah, I totally agree, and it seems like uh, it seems like it's you know Americans find it a little dry or whatever, but you know it's, it's, it's the most critical. Everything revolves around healthcare, um, uh, foreign policy, everything. It's, sure does, uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. And um, I, people need to investigate uh, the ultimate tax, the uh, the inflation, and the uh, central bankers uh, pretty much uh, have it enslaved. And it's uh, unfortunate that um, the answer is out there. It's a constitution that's uh, totally unconstitutional. You know, gold and silver should only be. Uh, Used uh, as a commodity for exchange of uh, money. And it's well, that's too unfortunate. People don't understand it, but uh, I, 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 I'm going to have to disagree. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I thank you very much. I agree Thanks, that it's, it's the uh, the best form of uh, uh, medium for 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 the actual individual to be using as far as money goes, because well, bankers can't cut it up and and make more money for themselves out of it like they do with the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is not a government agency. It's a group of banks. Um, now they're quasi-government. You know, they're, well, they're they connected. Have a, they have an agreement with the government. Right. But um, here in the Constitution, it says uh, under Section 10, powers prohibited to the states as no state shall enter to a treaty, alliance, confederation, grant letters of mark, reprisal, coin money, emit bills of credit, make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payments of debts. That means a state can't do it. Unfortunately, our founding fathers. Oh boy. Did made a mistake here when they wrote the Constitution, and they did not require the federal government to mm. use only gold and silver. So what did they they sentenced us to? Well, uh, really, it's 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 kind of it, it's all part of this sort of serfdom that we've been um, you know put into by our our, our uh, elite betters. If really, it is. It's uh, this is not a conspiracy theory. I just like to point that out. Basically, what's going on? What inflation really is, they might have taught you one thing in government school, but they didn't teach you the truth. What inflation really is, is essentially the people at the central bank, the Federal Reserve, teaming up with the government to steal money right out of your pocket without you really even knowing about it. That's what inflation is. And the, the way it works is they turn on the printing presses, or in, in many, most of the cases these days, they just inflate numbers in, uh, in a computer somewhere. They just increase the, uh, the money supply. That's the definition of inflation. It's an increase in the money supply. Yes, inflation an increase in prices. Right, inflation is not an increase in prices. That is one of the effects of inflation. Correct. But that is not what inflation is by its definition. Right. The cause of increased prices is inflation, which is an increase in the money supply. So what happens is they put all this extra money out there, and then they well, what they basically do is they uh, they 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 give that money to the federal government, and the federal government goes and they usually spend it on war. Mm-hmm. And they go and they buy a bunch of uh, bombers and tanks and stuff to blow things up and kill people with. They do like that stuff. And uh, so then the the companies that sell the federal government those products, the military-industrial complex, the well-connected companies, the Halliburtons of the world, the uh, the Boeings, those companies, they get their hands on that money fresh. 
they're the first people to get their hands on that money. So it's still good money to them at that point. Right. The uh, pool hasn't been diluted at that point. No, it's when they start to give it to their employees and their employees start to spend it in the economy that it then it dilutes the rest of uh, of the economy at that point. Then it adds to the money supply and it dilutes your buying power. That's why, you know, a pack of gum doesn't cost today what it cost 20 years ago or what it cost 20 years before that or what it cost 20 years before that. That's why a loaf of bread doesn't cost 10 cents anymore. Right. It and costs $1.50. Another, another example is, uh, in, uh, before we went um, off the gold standard in 1913, uh, when the Federal Reserve was created and the IRS was created. Hmm, I wonder why they were created in the same year. Um, All coincidence, Mark, you but, s- conspiracy theorist. Uh, you, you know, you could buy a nice suit of clothes in ancient Rome for a, 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 you know, an ounce of gold. You could buy in 1913 a nice suit of clothes for uh, an ounce of gold, and now you can buy a nice suit of clothes for an ounce of gold. Yes. You could buy essentially the same amount of bread back in 1913 as you can now with the same amount of gold. These mm-hmm. things have relatively remained constant. There's no reason for them to go up. We're because they can't print gold. Going up. Right. They right. can't. They can't make new. They can go dig it up, but they generally don't find huge amounts. They don't find huge amounts um, enough to make a, a difference. So that's why Spencer called inflation uh, the hidden tax, because that's exactly what it is. It's the most insidious... The most unavoidable form of taxation. Most of the other taxes out there, you can get around to some extent or another. Property tax, not so much. But aside from property tax, you can avoid the income tax pretty easily. You can avoid paying the sales tax in many cases. If you live in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. for instance, just drive north to uh, New Hampshire. Buy stuff used. Buy on the Internet, for instance. Uh, So there are ways to avoid some of the other taxes. But the inflation tax, you can't avoid unless you don't spend Dollars, unless you don't have greenbacks, unless you only do business in gold and silver, you can't avoid the inflation tax. So it's just absolutely outrageous. And and who's benefiting from it? The politically politically connected companies like Halliburton and uh, Boeing and the rest of them, and the politicians themselves, of course, and the bankers. And in no way does the average American, even upper middle class, anybody who's not connected inside the the upper echelons of the banking industry and the government, those those are the only people that are benefiting. Anybody who's not connected like that, those those people are getting ripped off. All the rest of us, yeah, all the rest of us are being impoverished daily. A little bit at a time. They're just taking a little. It's just a little bit from you and I every mm-hmm. single day. But they're taking a little bit from all 300 million Americans. See, consistently, over time. That's why the dollar has lost since it uh, since it went. What was it? 1913. Yeah, it was 1913. Since 1913, the dollar has lost something like 96, 96 or 97 percent of its original value. Yeah, you know, and and people complain that. Kids today are using too much debt. They, they've, they've got these huge debts. Bankruptcies are up and foreclosures and blah, 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 blah. Well, it's because we have the Federal Reserve and it's based on debt. Our entire government is based on debt. We are teaching these people. We are, um, you know, we are uh, condoning this kind of debt. Back, uh, you know, back in 1913, the numbers I've heard... I may be wrong. Somebody can check this. But the numbers I've heard is the average American owned their home. Only 2% mm. of people had mortgages back then. Wow. And those were only the very wealthy. Yeah. Everybody else owned their house. Owned it outright. Do you own your house right now? Well, Odds are no. You do. <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. We 
That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. So this is an important issue. And once you really get into it, I think, I think this can be explained in a way, and I think we've been doing that. I think it can be explained in a way that's easy to grasp because I'm no monetary expert. I went to government school just like anybody else. So it's not like uh, this is too complex. It's really pretty simple. The government would like you to think it's complex. Government would like you to think it's really, you know, oh, you citizens, you don't understand what we're doing here in Washington D.C. We're trying to keep you safe. Understand? That's uh, it's all right that uh, inflation happens. It's okay. We're keeping it down to two to three percent, which is a lie, by the way. It's the government that's telling you what the inflation numbers are. Remember, government lies to you. Why would you believe that the government's inflation numbers are accurate? But they just stopped uh, printing M3. I wonder why they did that. That's one of the things that, that uh, helps calculate inflation. And <laughs> they're just lying. It's, it's probably up to uh, 8, 9, 10% from some of the estimates that I've seen. You know, they don't, when they calculate inflation, they don't use numbers uh, like from fuel and housing and food, those things yeah. that we all use every day. More on the way. You can take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You can bring up anything. The live Saturday edition toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, the features we give away. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, if you want to help support the show, then you can go shopping at the Free Talk Live store. Get all kinds of great Free Talk Live branded merchandise like T-shirts, hats, and hoodies, and more. You'll find it all at store.freetalklive.com. Plus, you'll learn how to get a free bumper sticker. That's store.freetalklive.com. By the way, no purchase necessary for that bumper sticker. When I say free, I mean free. Uh, we go to your phone calls. Let's talk to Mark in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mark. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's on your mind, sir? Uh, not much. Uh, a couple points on the last topic and a, then a story I was going to bring up. Um, there's a book out there called What Has Government Done to Our Money by Rothbard. Mm-hmm. And it's related to the whole Federal Reserve, fiat currency. Really short book, short book, pretty complicated, but really interesting. That and uh, I think it's the U.S. Mint that actually prints. They work with the Federal Reserve to print our money out, right? As I understand it. Well, to print not our money, to print, you know, the dollar, fiat currency. Yeah. Right. Uh, that and this is a short story. Um, I was in the military about six or seven years ago, right? And I, uh, I got out and started going to college. And uh, the whole time I've been going through school, I've been, you know, paying for different means and getting the GI Bill in. Mm-hmm. And uh, that comes in each month. At the end of the month, you just get online to the uh, Montgomery GI Bill website, uh, click, you know, username, password, all that stuff, and, uh, uh, you know, verify that you're in school and how much is going to come to you that month that uh, month for being in school, and uh, I've been doing that for, of course, the last several years, and, uh, you know, it's pretty unreliable, of course. Money doesn't come in, it comes in late and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. um, nevertheless, I've had problems, real big problems lately, and uh, I was kind of sitting around like, you know, what's going on? I rightfully deserve this. This is my money. Then I was starting to think, wait a minute. No, it's not. You know, and I was like, <laughs> you know, I started using words like entitled, and I'm like, I'm totally not entitled, not entitled to this. <laughs> well, I think you are kind of entitled to the Montgomery GI Bill. You signed up under with with the uh, pretense that that's what you were going to get. I mean, right, and I understand. Yeah, people make the case for that, and that you know, if you join the military, it's part of it. But yeah, it's not rightfully earned. It's not my money. You know. 
Yes, I it's think true. You, I, I disagree. I think you did earn it, um, and that we should, uh, the, the, we. the United States government should honor its debts to its veterans. Well, yeah, but we get paid when we're in. I understand that. You know, there's you know, all bureaucrats have their salaries and everything, but nevertheless, uh, like they call it an entitlement program at school, and I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, and I, I was just, I felt kind of guilty about it afterwards. I'm like, boy. You know? I, I have to disagree with Mark on this one. Uh, not you, Mark, on in Indy, but Mark here in the studio with me. Uh, because I think that uh, you're absolutely right, Mark in Indy, because you contracted with a criminal organization. Uh, you contracted with the government, whether it's the federal, the state, or the local government. These are people that do business at the threat of violence. And if it turns out that they want to change their rules on you, you know, in fact, I believe that's part of the agreement when you sign up to the military, is that you sign the agreement and you know they can change the rules at any old time they want to. You know that if they change the rules and they decide they just don't want to pay out to anybody anymore for whatever reason, they can do it. Or, or for instance, if, uh, if all of a sudden tomorrow the federal government implodes upon itself. I mean, nobody saw the, uh, the nobody saw in advance the impending doom of the Soviet Union or the fall of the Berlin Wall. So, I mean, for all we know, the federal government's last week on Earth could be next week. And so, if if the federal government just implodes, then who's going to cut the checks? Then are you still entitled to something? Because there's no more federal government. So, I am absolutely with you on that. There is no real right. entitlement there. It's well, all a, it's all a scam. And then, well, you know, I can, I guess I can justify some of, you know, people making salaries or being in the military, but government in general is even questionable for one thing. But, um, you know, like they're doing now with the National Guard and a lot of other, uh, forces, they're saying, okay, you know, here's twenty, thirty thousand dollars to, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to join up. Well, where'd that money come from? You know, it's, uh, came from thin air, of course. Yeah, that or, um, the point of the gun, you know? Yeah, just think of how great your uh, your little deal will be because your deal with the feds doesn't uh, inflate, so it doesn't keep up with inflation. I don't imagine, right? Well, yeah, and it's not. I mean, I can like this is how it works. You pay a hundred dollars the first twelve months you're in, and that's twelve hundred dollars, and you get about well, when I, I was in like six, seven years ago, and that was about twenty grand. Now it's more than that, but um, that's not like investing. Investing there's market mechanisms. You know, you're investing the the company in a certain market and a product or service, and that's not this. You know, fraudulent investing, pretty much. Right. So if they're if they're promising you a certain payout on a monthly basis, then all of a sudden hype we hit to hyperinflation. Then if they're paying you five hundred bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month or whatever it is, then they, that won't even buy you a hamburger. So it won't even matter if they honor their contract at that point. I w- I don't know about hyperinflation. Um, it certainly happened in the you know the the Weimar Republic of Germany. Absolutely happened. You don't think we're immune to it, do you? No, nope, not immune to it. But do you know any other time that it happened? In America's history? Yeah, no, you can, you can have all of world history. Uh, I believe it's happening in Zimbabwe right now, as a matter of fact. I mean, is that the civilized world, really? Well, Mark, uh, as I understand it, I there mean, I was... don't know anything about Zimbabwe. If there's any Zimbabweans out there, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to poke fun at you, but I'm... I was wasn't kind of... monetary policy one of the reasons for the uh, writing of the Constitution? Wasn't there a problem with the uh, the Articles of Confederation, or was it before it was that? different states um, using different currency and not accepting currency inside of states. It didn't go to hyperinflation, though, I don't, I don't think no. so. But, hyperinflation's uh, pretty rare. But just because the past in in this country hasn't uh, included hyperinflation doesn't mean that it can't include it in the future. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All I was just saying is if if it happens, Mark, then that contract won't be worth anything anyway, right? It, it won't. Right. I mean, yeah, and that's even. I mean, I've learned quite a bit since, and then, you know, I started studying economics afterwards, and all that, and to even question government's pretty, uh, you know, pretty sane, you know. 
just existence of government, period, much less how whatever they do and how much they give out to people, whatever. I can't imagine that goes well for you in uh, class in college. <laughs> um, no, I've, uh, no, yeah, most people, or actually most people just seem really, like, apathetic and different. They just don't care. Um, of course, most of the professors, the entire management is pretty socialist in general, but right. most people just, you know, they get out of class and they go back to their own little life. That's what goes on. It's pretty sick. Yeah, well, that's how most Americans are, and you're right, Mark. Thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate it. 1-800-259-9231. It's like, uh, I think it was a guy who called earlier this week, and I think it was Monday night. Anyway, he said something to the effect of uh, he was talking to a friend of his, and his friend told him that, hey, as long as I can get out of work, hop into my pretty brand-new truck, drive it home, crash down in front of the couch in front of my big-screen plasma TV set, crack open a brewski and watch the game, I don't care what goes on elsewhere. That's kind of the attitude of uh, of a lot of people in America right now, and it's it's this kind of... Uh, this rose-colored glasses demeanor that, oh, oh, well, nothing bad's going to happen to me. Sure, there's, uh, you know, 1.5 million people a year that are getting arrested for a possession of illegal drugs, but I'm not a drug user, so it's no big deal. Or, you know, you you name it. You fill in the blank of something that's happening to other people but not happening to them. It's no, it's a non-issue to, the, to, uh, to most Americans. So what usually happens is when government finally comes hitting home with some law that does actually affect your life, whether it's them deciding to take your kids away from you or uh, throw down some new business regulation on your head that uh, adversely affects your business, then all of a sudden, oh, now it's uh, now freedom and liberty is a concern for you, huh? Well, you weren't concerned before when your neighbors were getting arrested for smoking marijuana. You weren't concerned before when uh, someone was getting pulled off the street for speaking out. You weren't concerned when they were putting protesters in free speech zones. When will you get concerned? That's what, what's it going to take to get Americans to become concerned about the freedoms of their friends and their neighbors? I, 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 they just don't seem to care. Um, about hyperinflation, apparently, I get to eat my words again. Um, uh, according to Wikipedia, hyperinflation has occurred in a great deal of countries in the last uh, century. Uh, it's all right, Mark. You went to, to government school. Just to list them off. Well, who the, who the heck knows this? Sure. Angola, Argentina, Austria, Belarus, Bolivia, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Brazil, Chile, China... Uh, the free city of Danzig? Where is that? <laughs> Georgia, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Israel. <laughs> Kajina? Where is Kajina? Apparently it experienced type, the worst inflation um, in 1993. Uh, Madagascar, Mexico, Nicaragua, Peru, Poland, Republic of Spritzka, Romania, uh, Russia, Taiwan, Turkey, Ukraine, United States, where during the Revolutionary War. Yep. And... Uh, hmm. I some, thought I'd read something about it happening here, but I couldn't say for sure, so I didn't go out on that, some, on that limb. Some island in the Pacific Ocean called Yap, uh, Yugoslavia, and Zaire, and Zimbabwe in the 2000s. Apparently, it's still occurring in Zim- Zimbabwe. So, let's go if to you the, think that hyperinflation is rare, like I did, you're wrong. Coming back to the phone calls, let's go to Kevin in Minnesota. You're on Free Talk Live. Kevin. Hello. Happy Saturday, gentlemen. Hello, sir. What's Thank on you, your sir. mind? Um, well, two things. Um, uh, earlier, you guys were talking about the Ron Paul issue and this Last week, I heard an interview, and a gentleman was talking about the uh, Republican convention uh, occurring. Actually, I can't remember when it's occurring, but it's in St. Paul, Minnesota. So I'm glad I'm up north. But he was talking about that with all of these delegates and stuff, that there's a thing called bonding and unbonded, where, and I'm just paraphrasing it because it was, it's pretty in-depth. But there's 
They're bonded and unbonded. And the Will you tell us what that means in a moment? Hang on. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is coming up. If you're on hold, we'll get to you. This is your show. You bring up anything. Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231, the single CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away. So enjoy those on us. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites, and we give ours away free. So enjoy at freetalklive.com. Before we continue with your calls, I want to take a moment to welcome our newest listeners in Medford, Oregon. News Talk AM 1440 KMED is on board as of tonight. Excellent. They're picking up the second and third hours of our Saturday show starting from here on out. So, again, welcome aboard to everybody out there in Medford. Uh, you probably have never heard a show quite like this, though the morning show out there is actually hosted by Libertarians. So some of the ideas are, are probably going to be familiar. Uh, the Bill Meyer show out there probably covers a lot of the same concepts as we do. But uh, this is open phones all the time. Anything goes. It's not politics. It's not anything specifically. It's whatever you want to talk about. You pick up the phone. Take control of the airwaves, as we like to say. 1-800-259-9231 is the number if you want to experiment with that. Of course, when it comes to the issues, you'll find that uh, Free Talk Live is pro-liberty every single issue Every time. We are not yep. Democrats, we are not Republicans, and we have no love for either of those groups. Likely we will challenge your thinking. That's the plan, at least. 1-800-259-9231. Let's go right back into the phone calls here. I believe we have Kevin. Yes, Kevin is still there in Minnesota. Kevin, you were telling us uh, something. If you could just go ahead and recap that briefly for our listeners just tuning in. Go ahead. Um, well, earlier you guys were discussing about Ron Paul and how he's out of the race, and, and personally, I think that this is a bunch of spin by the mainstream media to try to ruin the, the hearts and drive of the Ron Paul supporters, which I give a lot of credit to, even though I'm not one of them. I agree and, and like what Ron Paul is saying. But uh, anyway, back um, during the Republican convention, apparently the delegates are bonded and unbonded. What does that and mean? What, what I got from it is that bonded delegates that when they do the first round of voted of voting are bonded to vote for who they said they would either like uh, John McClain, McCain or Insane or whatever his name is right and uh then if on the first round of voting if he doesn't get the percentage or the numbers of what he needs in order to be the nominee then they do other, they continue with rounds of it, but once they are, if they're bonded, that first round, they have to vote for him if that's what they said they were going to do. And then once that first round has gone by, then they have the right to vote for whoever they want. Hmm. So, and I'm sure one of your listeners out there know more of this procedures and stuff, but so it still gives people hope, and, and I really think Ron Paul is still going to be going to the convention, and I hope he does. Um, but so just to make sure that he's not giving up and, and it's not really quite over at this point. 
So but, who are you pulling for in this uh, this this little race? Well, I no matter who wins, the government still is in. Okay. So I I really there's none of them none of them that they're putting in front of us that I think I would vote for. I think this year I might vote for Scooby Doo. Ah, well, so not even Ron Paul or the Libertarian candidate. You would not vote for either of them. Um. Well, I'm I'm not a Libertarian, although I I do agree with majority of stuff that, and I I have looked into it more so since I've been listening to you guys. I really do like what Ron Paul says, so I I think if it came down to it, it would be close to him. But I'm still. You know, Scooby-Doo is still on the top of my list. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Kevin. We appreciate it. Let's continue with Mike in Florida, listening on WFTL. Hello, Mike. I am absolutely intrigued by this uh, station. I, this, I just absolutely came across this by random, uh, and I'm captivated. Is it the station or the show? Because there's two different... Show, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I, I think the station would probably hate the idea that uh, that, that, they, that uh, you thought that it, this was their opinion. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This, is not, this show does not reflect the opinion of the station you're listening to or the advertisers or its staff. Just Free Talk Live Just and these its two callers. jerks in the studio. Yeah. So what's on your mind? Well, it's absolutely fantastic. But, uh, well, a, a couple things that uh, have absolutely alarmed me. Um, I've never been one of these conspiracy theorists or anything like that, but I always have been a student of freedom. And I find myself very alarmed by the actual material things that are transpiring. Uh, you know, uh, why was it 220-some years ago Ben Franklin was smart enough to tell us that safety versus liberty is essential, that we do not take safety over liberty? But yet, in this modern age where we have all the technological advances, we seem to have lost our mind. Right. I think Ben Franklin uh, said something. Let, let me let me let me take a shot at the quote too, and I'm sure I don't have it right either. But uh, a person that would uh, is willing to trade safe, uh, liberty for safety will uh, get none and des- get neither and des- deserves neither. I think the term he used was security, but yeah, so it's a close paraphrase. Yeah. And I I feel personally that uh, we've become more of we the sheeple yeah. than we the people. Well, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't. I don't feel as though I should be included in we. Uh, I try to. I try personally to uh, divest myself of collectivist terms like that and try not to, right. to speak in those collectivist <laughs> terms because I don't think that any of the three people on the phones right now, uh, you or me or Mark here in the studio, none of us would count in that we because we are not those sheep. Uh, we Absolutely. do want our liberty. We want our freedom. We desire it. It's just many of the other people that we're surrounded with apparently could give a flip about it. I'd like your opinion. Now, I'm very interested. Uh, I'm very alarmed by that HR 1955. It's that that bill that's being pushed uh, at the state or federal level that basically makes all of us thought criminals if we uh, uh, disagree with uh, with things. Uh, I don't know if you've read up on it, but it's very interesting. But my what my my question is: How do you guys feel about the state of California uh, banning homeschooling? I thought I read that, somewhere that that, that the uh, the decision was misinterpreted, but either way, it's it's definitely that's the direction things are going in. Not just in California, but uh, I think that's the inevitable end game for all government schooling. When, I don't see how it was misinterpreted. I read it, and it certainly didn't sound misinterpreted. Basically, said that the uh, that the public schools exist for the purpose of indoctrinating the children, and you know that that they well, they won't grow up to be proper citizens if they uh, don't if they aren't taught in a uh, sanctioned uh, p- public school. 
Right. Well, you read that was the uh, the purposes of the government schools. All I'm saying is I had a, a news article come across my desk that said that the L.A. Times originally misinterpreted what the uh, the California Supreme Court or the Ninth Circuit or whoever it was that Ninth, uh, Ninth Circuit that, Court Appeal yeah. that heard that they, so that they misinterpreted. But I don't. It doesn't really matter to me either way. Let's take the news as it came out, and that is that the the California government has told homeschoolers that what you're doing is illegal, and I think that it's of course it's outrageous, but I don't think anyone should be surprised because it's the inevitable end of government schooling if you put government in charge of educating kids inevitably it's going to want to have every single little child under its control and under its influence and so in order to do that it will have to abolish homeschooling because whoa those those parents we can't control them they haven't jumped through our hoops and they haven't begged our permission uh... and so we can't have them telling their kids uh... things about freedom and liberty and uh... why the government is uh, is bad and why the government is not uh, something that's beneficial to their lives so they want to have as many kids under their control as possible so it's inevitable that not only california is going to go in this way but uh... every government school system would love to have the same uh, court ruling, and if it holds in California, then it'll hold everywhere else, too. So, you know, I would say look for that to spread across the country over time, if people don't, you know, rise up against it and, and absolutely refuse to obey. And, and absolutely. And, and lastly, your opinion on that H.R. 1955, if I hope I'm citing the right um, bill. But basically, from what I read, and I've read it and read it again, it's arbitrary who can slap a label on you and make you a quote-unquote thought criminal by maybe having membership in either the NRA or the ACLU or, or anything that just isn't exactly whatever the political powers want you to think. And, and I've read this bill over and over again, and it seems extremely Orwellian. Uh, it, 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 just, it just emits 1984. And I'm saying to myself, is this reality? Am I actually experiencing this? This is a novel I read. It's coming to life. It's amazing how uh, how real life seems to to mirror fiction in some ways. Uh, I, the, the the bill sounds familiar to me. Is that the one where uh, you can be just picked up for being a material supporter of terrorism, which means that you, you know they think that they heard that you said something uh, somewhat yeah. similar well, to? You, all you have to do is have a, di- uh, a di- disagreement in, in, in a particular opinion, and if you have maybe provided money towards maybe let's say Ron Paul, yeah, and, and the government says, hang that on, I want to bring you back for more of this. Hang on. Uh, more on the way. Your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves this Saturday night. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. FreeTalkLive.com is the place to go. The features there, we give away, so enjoy those on us, including the updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show, just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And the Free State Project's Porcupine Freedom Festival is better known as Porkfest. Happening June 9th through the 15th at Porkfest, you'll be able to see firsthand why New Hampshire is one of the country's best places to live, as well as learn how Free State Project early movers are already making a difference. Discover new freedoms, new communities, and new beginnings. Register today at porkfest.com. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. go back to Mike in Florida listening on WFTL. Now, Mike, uh, when we were during the break there, I did pull up H.R. 1955. 
And, you know, I didn't have it in front of me, so it's hard for me to comment because you have to understand there have been so many pieces of legislation that have been just tyrannical and frightening and Orwellian and, and scary. So I wasn't sure exactly which one you were talking about. But this one is the Violent Radicalization and Homegrown Terrorism Prevention Act. That's uh, the name of it. And it ties right in to a lot of the other uh, terrorist, anti-terrorist legislation that the federal government has been passing over the past couple of years. Uh, This one in particular, according to Ron Paul at LewRockwell.com, apparently this one's supposed to protect us from so-called violent radicalization, and it indeed singles out the Internet for, quote, facilitating violent radicalization, ideologically based violence, and the homegrown terrorism process. And Ron Paul suggests after that that, you know, this may be the first step toward government regulation of what we're allowed to access on the Internet. Uh, he says also here the legislation will set up a new government bureaucracy to monitor and further study the as yet undemonstrated pressing problem of homegrown terrorism and radicalization. It will no doubt prove to be another bureaucracy that artificially inflates problems so as to guarantee its future existence and funding but it might do so at great uh, great further expense to our civil liberties. Ron Paul says, What disturbs me most about this legislation is it leaves the door wide open for the broadest definition of what constitutes radicalization. Could otherwise nonviolent, anti-tax, anti-war, anti-abortion groups fall under the watchful eye of this new government commission? Assurances otherwise in this legislation are unconvincing. Uh, so it's uh, it's really kind of opening the door to exactly what you were talking about, uh, Mike, and that is that any dissenting group might just possibly be, uh, you know, labeled as radicalization. If we're on the air here talking about liberty and telling people to, uh, as we as we do so often, uh, telling people to disobey bad laws, that could be, you know, we could be targeted for radicalizing people. Your that, thoughts? That's exactly that's exactly right, and and. I don't think a lot of people are exposed to or have knowledge of this uh, impending doom. You know, right now, before this H.R. 1955, you and I can quote Thomas Jefferson and actually, you know, be okay with it. Mm-hmm. After this law, if we actually use the quotes or, or, or any of the writings of Thomas Jefferson, you can actually be incarcerated. Now, I find it hard to believe that this is actually really happening. That, that we're living in a world where this is George Orwell's 1984. I'm, I'm pinching myself right now, and I'm pretty sure I'm here, so well, I'm, you know, I, I understand how you feel, but this is real. The, the thing that uh, people in general, uh, Americans, seem to fail to realize is, you know, they, they sort of have, we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth, um, and, and I, I, I am not going to say that that's not true, um, but they sort of have the feeling like it's going to go on forever, but every government's failed so far, or will, and, you know, they all go, all, all the republics, every republic has gone from a republic to a, uh, a tyrannical, um, you know, des- despot- despotic ruler at some point or another in its history, and I wonder if that's happening to us. Right, I mean, the, the, uh, the Germans didn't see it coming. And the Americans uh, apparently are similarly myopic, even though we've had people call this show people from Russia, people from Germany, uh, older people that that grew up under tyrannical regimes have said to us, you know, they've they've written us emails saying, look, we can see this happening. I'm leaving. They're getting out now while they still can. And this totally ties into some of the other legislation like the uh, the Military Commissions Act or the Defense Authorization Act. The all of the, the, the roads have been paved already. It's just a matter of 
whether or not, or rather when, the government decides to take the next step toward tyranny. They already have the ability to snatch someone off the streets in this country and literally put them in a secretive military brig, give them the Star Chamber trial, which is a, you know, a secret trial in front of a secret military court where no one from the public even knows it's going on. All of these things are completely legal now in this country. And, you know, most of America is completely oblivious to it. And it's so, sca- so sad and so frightening, which is one of the reasons why we have to do something sooner rather than later. So the question I'll be, is what? I'd be right? happy to, to move on for other callers. I'm sure other people want to talk. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. I just wanted to... Just t- in closing, I, I, yeah. just in closing, I just wanted to say that, one, I, I don't know if this is actually proper, if Posse Comiteus is the, uh, the, was the federal law that stopped uh, federal troops from operating as local police. Right. But if, if that's the right terminology, it is. how many people know that that no longer exists? It was um, gotten rid of last one year. One out of a thousand, perhaps? completely gone and everything but one thing we have we have their playbook and their playbook is incrementalism step by step yep. everything that they do they do step by step and in closing and I'll, I'll be happy to move on for other people but i truly really mean that everybody of every political walk needs to understand this one phraseology fear a government that fears your guns yeah. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. 1-800-259-9231. Something- you know, he's, he's, he's pointing out that uh, the Second Amendment is the, is the amendment that uh, the foundation of our Constitution is built on. This country was built by some people that rebelled against what they considered despotic government, a government that was taxing them uh, like 1%. You know, too heavily. Yeah, it was like 1%, by the way. Um, it was like the equivalent of, I think, uh, $150 a year currently under our... And I mean, That's and, our dollars, you mean? Right, our dollars uh, uh, currently. And... Uh, so um, we're getting taxed a heck of a lot more than yeah. that, and our founding fathers would have never put up with it. But be that as it may, um, those people went to the gun to secure their freedom and to secure their liberty. And, you know, th- th- there were people at that time that said, whoa, we can't wa- run away from Mother England. It's, it's our, you know, it's, 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 it's this great nation. Now, I don't recommend a violent revolution. I think no. that... We talked about that last night on the show. I think violent rev- revolutions just really don't work. Um, but... We can have a nonviolent revolution. It can be very effective. There's a time for violence. And as we talked about last night is when they're using really overt violence against the rest of us. Then you have to, you know, then you've been pushed so far, you have to fight back. But right now is the time for, uh, for civil disobedience. Right now is the time for open dissent. Right now is the time to disobey bad laws. And, you know, whatever feels right for you, I'm not telling you what to do, but it seems obvious that if you disagree with what the government is doing in your name, then what, in my opinion, what you should do is withdraw your support from it. Do not send them your hard-earned money. Do what you can to protect the assets that you have. Try to keep your family safe, but don't send them money because they're just using it against you. They're using your money to enslave you. Why would you want to voluntarily send them anything? That I don't understand one iota. 800-259-9231. Also, the other suggestion, beyond civil disobedience, nonviolent non-cooperation. And we talk about all these things on this show, and we, you know, six nights a week. So if you missed out on it, go listen to some archives. We'll, of course, keep doing the show. We've got, in fact, another hour and a half here tonight uh, to take your calls about anything. But the Free State Project, the idea of getting people together 
to, in the same place. We can talk about more about that in a, in a moment here in your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. Anything goes. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. By the way, the features on our site include live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version, both free for you at freetalklive.com. Com. And now you can save time and money on common legal matters. Created by top attorneys, LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use the code FTL to save 10 bucks. That's LegalZoom.com. Also, we mentioned uh, in the last segment, we mentioned Porkfest, which is a, a, a get-together, a, get a gathering of hundreds of people that think similarly to how we think, Mark. People that mm-hmm. love liberty. People that that uh, that that understand that freedom is really critical in uh, in our lives and uh, reattaining or attaining freedom rather in our lifetime and liberty in our lifetime is is a uh, an important goal that people should have. Uh, so what we've done is we've all moved to New Hampshire together as part of the Free State Project, or many of them are on the way to New Hampshire, coming and and planning on arriving within the next few years as part of the the first 1,000 pledge. But the idea is a simple one and a very powerful one. And the idea is that let's get 20,000 activists, people that don't just care about liberty, but people that are willing to, to, to take action. Uh, and that can mean different things. It can mean uh, getting active politically. It can mean getting active in the marketplace, uh, doing civil disobedience, nonviolent non-cooperation, etc. Uh, so there's a variety of different ways for individuals to get active. But the point is to get out there and do something to achieve liberty in our lifetime. To get 20,000 people like that together in the same state, can you imagine what that will do? It'll change the face of that state. You can be uh, certain of that. Just well, and if the state changes, then then if that one state well. achieves a state of liberty, then it will, you know, its economy will explode, the freedom will be wonderful, and everybody else in the other, you know, surrounding areas and around the world will look to that, like America used to be, as the beacon of liberty for the world and say, hey, why can't we have some of that freedom here? Freedom. Hey, that freedom stuff sounds pretty good. Let's right. try that out. You know, the, the days when, uh, when 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 France donated to America the Statue of Liberty that said, give us your poor, give us your uh, downtrodden, you know, uh, those people. Well, the days when we were a beacon of liberty to the world. Unfortunately, now we look like, to many, many nations, we look like an imperialist... Uh, police state. Police. I don't know about a police state. I mean, I don't think that we're much more police state than the rest of the world. They'd like to control their citizens just as much yeah. as, um, as uh, we control ours, any more so. But we don't look free to them anymore. No. Now we look like oppressors uh, to the rest of the world. It's true. So it's a powerful concept, and uh, the Pork Fest and the Liberty Forum, two of the yearly events the Free State Project puts on, are great ways to really get a taste for what it might be like. Because the 20,000, they aren't here yet. So far, there's only about 500 people that are here in the state. Uh, but more are on the way, and hundreds of them gather together at Porkfest, and so you can get a taste for it. You can feel what it's like to be around other people that you don't have to convince to love liberty as much as you do. You can feel that synergy, which is 
something I'd never felt before I moved up here. Mark, it's an amazing experience. Mm. It, you know, it, it really does uh, you know, work. It gives people energy to see other people who are working towards liberty around them. If you're a liberty-minded individual, you care about freedom, um, and you just don't have that many people around you that, that care like you do. And you're not getting much done, unfortunately. Having them all in one state, it works. We've got to go to the phone calls here. Ladies, come first. You guys on hold. Be patient. We'll get to you. We've got a couple of ladies here to get through. Uh, Kendra in South Carolina, listening on WSC. Hello, Kendra. Hello. Hey, Hello. what's on your mind? Well, let me say first that I know God works in mysterious ways because uh, my radio at work is in, in the back. And all day long I've kept saying, I need to go to the back, I need to go to the back. Well, I came to the back, turned on your station. There you go. We, and here uh, we were. You know. <laughs> it's Providence. Um, let me say first, um, I belong to the Minuteman Civil Defense Corps. Okay. I have a hmm. chapter here in South Carolina. I'm the assistant state director. Now, what, now before you go on, what, what is that? What is a Minuteman Civil Defense Corps? Well, they started down on the border, helping the border patrol. Hmm. That's what I thought. I'd, I'd heard um, that terminology before. I want to I want to talk more to you about that, but you called for a reason, so I want to make sure you I get did a call chance. Call for to... a reason. I just want to say that that's what kind of has led me to where I am now. Um, I was real involved in immigration, uh, illegal immigration situations and it's moved me on to the North American Union and um and I wanted to tell you that um April 21st and 22nd is the next installation of uh, the SPP summit in New Orleans. They're hosting it there because they want to show the world and the world media will be there. They want to show them how wonderful New Orleans is now. Um and that's really good for us. We're having a protest down there. Uh, both of those days, people are going to converge on New Orleans, uh, not as an organization because you need permits for that. But mm-hmm. if you show up as individuals with your signs and it's so wrong that you need a permit and show them that you're there to protest it. It's so wrong that you need a permit. I mean, you know, my first amendment still says that I have the right to peaceably assemble, and I assume that means groups of people, not individuals. And I. You know, it just doesn't make any sense to me that you need permits to do this stuff. So the purpose well, of the protest is... illegal but you, to, to require a permit, but you'd have to get a high-paid lawyer to fight it. Right. So and the purpose of the years. protest is to protest the uh, the concept of the North American Union, the idea that uh, the, the U.S. government will be joining together with the Canadian and Mexican governments to create a uh, essentially the equivalent of the European Union, but here in North America? Right, exactly. And you guys are up there near Canada. You know, there's a very, very active movement up in Canada against this SPP. I didn't know this until hmm. the last few weeks. I've been um, networking with them. I and, thought you were uh, going to say that the, uh, the the Minutemen were on the border here uh, to Canada. In fact, they are. I, I don't know well, what exactly they, they're you know, stopping. There is a Minuteman chapter in New Hampshire. Yeah, I just I just don't know what they're stopping. The Canadians come here. They spend some money. It's awesome. I want them to well, come across our border. You know, the, the people that come over the southern border don't stay on the border. They come to the interior states. And South Carolina has the fastest-growing illegal immigrant population population in the country. Now, that's where... Now, uh, here, uh, Kendra, you said that uh, freedom freedom and liberty is, is important to you for, for the United States, right? Of course. Now, my question to you would be, wouldn't in a free country, um, shouldn't free people be able to cross borders freely? I mean, is it only well, American citizens that should be free? 
no country in the world lets you just roam over their borders. Well, no, no country in the world is a free country. No country in the world. You'll be in jail. No country in the world claims to be the land of the free and home of the brave. That's just the United States. So we can talk That's about that. us as being a singular country. No, hold on. Before we go and uh, rate Kendra over the coals here, I want to say asking. that I want to <laughs> say that uh, that I completely agree with you on the issue of the North American Union. Yep. Uh, centralization is an awful idea, and that's all that is. It's just more centralization. If anything, we need uh, we need decentralization, and that would require abolishing the federal government and just having 50 state governments. I think that would be a much better situation. But let's get into this issue here, Kendra, since you are one of the spokespeople for the uh, the Minuteman Project. What are the, what are the goals of this uh, this Minuteman Project of yours? Well, Minuteman Project's not my organization. There's um, some people. Um, in California, the Minuteman Project. It started out call, as being called the Minuteman Project because it was an event. Uh, we are the Minuteman Civil Defense Corps. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. And if you could, if you could ask me the question again, I'm sorry. What is what is the that. purpose of the Civil Dis- Minuteman Civil Defense Corps? What's the purpose? Well, the, there's a lot of Americans that go down there on the border and stand watch with the Border Patrol. They're the eyes and the ears, and they have radios, and they set up and they notify the Border Patrol. Now, why we have chapters in the interior states is like i said they don't stay there so what we do here is educate people and we lobby the the legislature legislature and um, try to let people know what's going on and what is going on exactly well what's going on is the federal government's turning its blind blind eye and and uh, allowing almost facilitating encouraging putting out a welcome mat for all these people to come and um Water down our culture, hmm. lower our um, labor, uh, our wages. Um, oh, just it's kind of um, one of the one of the little uh, tentacles of the North American Union. I, I see where you're coming from, and if you'll bear with me, I'd like to hang on to you, continue this discussion. I know I've got people on hold. We're going to get to you, but this immigration issue is so important to me. And it's so misunderstood, and I'm afraid that Kendra has bought into it hook, line, and sinker. So we're going to try to talk to her about this, and we'll take your calls as well. 800-259-9231. Freedom should be for everyone. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up anything. The toll-free number for you, 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition, by the way, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features there because we give them away. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in three bucks a month. We turn it around, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations from coast to coast, and spread the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat rooms, forums, and more. All the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. Now, speaking of uh, the message of liberty, we bring Kendra back on the line in South Carolina, listening on WSC. Now, (coughs) Kendra, you (coughs) had told us... Excuse me, that you're a member of the uh, the Minuteman Civil Defense Squadron. Was that what it was? Corps. Corps. Minuteman Civil Defense Corps, and uh, what you're doing is you're trying to keep immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants, out of the country, right? You're trying to assist with that process. Well, there is a significant amount of drugs and human trafficking coming over that border. Well, that's uh, interesting. Uh, of course, the reason humans are being trafficked is because, well, they're, it's illegal to come here without government's permission. And so uh, you, what you do is you pay black market 
people to uh, gangsters to bring you across the border illegally. That's why human trafficking exists, because it's illegal to cross the border without government permission. Also, drugs come across the border because drugs are illegal as well. If uh, we didn't have a war on drugs, Kendra, then Americans would be able to manufacture their own drugs in their own manufacturing plants. They'd be able to grow their own marijuana plants. So none of those things would be problems uh, in the absence of government regulation and government control. So what I what I want to know is f- fundamentally what in your opinion is wrong with someone coming here to make a better life for themselves? Well, in the first place, we cannot take in all of the third world countries in the world. What, why? We well, they're not do it. they're not all coming here. Just, you know, uh several Well, they would. I mean, they they all have an American dream. They would all like to come here. Well, I think we are free. You, you know, no, uh, we're not the, free. You know, the Soviet Union one no, would think we're that we're not Okay, I I'm on I'm with you there. We're <laughs> the Soviet than Union, they why are. didn't they all come over here when uh when, you know, when when they were able to leave? Why didn't they all come here? I mean, not the the whole world won't move. Um you know, there's just no way that they're going to do that. And there's well, many states. Uh, I think Wyoming has 600,000 people in it. Latin America, South America, a lot of people are coming up this way, and they're, they're leaving extreme poverty. Mm-hmm. And that's the fault of the Mexican government and a lot of the other governments down there. I'd agree with you on that. Care of the people. Well, it's not the government's job to take care of the people, Kendra. Uh, the government's, governments are usually formed uh, su- to supposedly protect people. And, of course, this government here in America, the Supreme Courts have ruled over and over again that it has no obligation to protect. So really what governments are, they're just gangs. But I do agree with you in that, that, that well, that's they... The, that's the main premise that our country was formed on. Yeah, Our that, government was formed on was to protect the people, but now they take from the people. That's right. the I agree idea. with you there, too. Right, exactly. And I think that that's one of the fundamental problems here, is that you were talking earlier about how the North American Union is a bad idea, and I agree completely with you on that. But I think that what what's happened here is people like like you that are very concerned about illegal immigration have been distracted from the real issue. And the real issue is government and how it is ruling over our lives and stealing from us, taking our wealth, and then taking it and distributing it in ways that we might not necessarily agree with it. So, for instance, you and I might not necessarily want our money to be spent uh, you know, on these welfare programs that inevitably are not actually helping people that need help, but are just helping people uh, get checks that you know, can fill out the right government paperwork. We get very, you know, people like us might get kind of upset by that. Uh, but what they've done is they've distracted you and they've said, well, see, Kendra, it's because all these illegals are coming here and they're taking this government welfare. See, it's the illegals. It's all their fault. They're when taxing our system too right. heavily. No, the problem is the welfare. The problem is the fact that they're taking your money and redistributing it. That's what the issue is. If government wasn't oh, yeah. giving all of your money away, if it wasn't taking it in the first place, let's say you got to keep 100% of your money, then what would your issues be with people coming here from poor countries to make a better life for themselves? Yeah. Well, I agree with you completely, and that's why I have moved away from worrying about illegal aliens so much, because I see that that's not the problem. Excellent. That's part of the problem. That's a symptom of the problem. I just I, I, and thank you for being our sounding board on this. There, it's just a, such an important issue, and there's so many thousands of people listening that uh, you know have, haven't heard a message like that before. Can thank I, you. Kendra. Thanks for the call can tonight. I, can we I appreci- give you um, hmm? some information about this uh, SPP meeting in in New Orleans because 
we do need to try to slow this process down or stop it if possible. I think people should go and uh, you know look that up online. I'm sure there's plenty of information there. Okay. But thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Just a few more thoughts here. Uh, since she said she agreed with us, there was no reason to continue raking yeah. her over the coals. Uh, because you know the fact is, the issue is the redistribution of wealth. Many people who are opposed to so-called illegal immigration are saying, well, they're taking too much... Uh, you know, they're taking too many services. Right. Well, it, stop it, offering the services. Makes, I, I, absolutely. I don't think American citizens should be re- responsible for um, providing uh, citizens of other countries uh, welfare or anything like that. But I also don't think that there's any reason why an American citizen should be responsible for providing American citizens with welfare or anything like that. That's not to say that people who need help shouldn't get help, but it should be offered on a voluntary basis. People that need help should, uh, you know, go to voluntary charitable organizations that are offering the help that they're looking for, and then they would have to probably have to to prove that they actually needed the help that they were asking for, because the charitable organizations can't just steal money like the government can uh, in order to hold to to hand it out to people. But there are also other objections, like uh, oh well, the immigrants are coming here dealing drugs. She mentioned that before. Well. That's only a problem because drugs are illegal. If drugs weren't illegal, then we wouldn't have violent gangsters, and there's plenty of violent Americans that are dealing drugs, too. We wouldn't have that problem. We've certainly touched on the war on drugs enough here uh, on Free Talk Live. But also the the whole idea that a person, that an individual, that that a human being could be illegal. Yeah. That is really what's disturbing to me. Look, this is, if this really is supposed to be a free country, and you know what, that's what I was told when I was growing up, and I'd like to believe that. Right, I'm going to stick with that, because right. that's what I've been told. Yeah, I like the idea of freedom and liberty. And that, I, I love America. I love the, the stars and stripes and the whole patriotic right. thing. I think it's absurd, patently absurd, to suggest that because you and I, Mark, happen to be born within a certain land boundary... That we deserve a, a better shot at freedom than the people that were born outside of that land boundary. Yeah, it seems wrong to me. That's nutso. As far as I'm concerned, in a free country, if you can get here, if you can make it here, then you should have the opportunity to live your life and, and, and make a better life for yourself. That's not to say that you should be able to extract wealth from others at the point of a gun. That's not to say that you should be a, a mooch, that you should be a leech. Right. That's to say that you'll have the opportunity to make something of yourself, and that's it, and that's all that you'll get. That was the original concept behind this country. But it's so much. Freedom is so much, and America has let it pass away with, Gon- with Johnson's Great Society and uh, mm-hmm. this, this whole welfare system we've got going. You know, it's it's like we just piddled it all away and 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 of course now we want to protect ourselves from uh illegal aliens uh, you know people coming here and uh, mooching off of our system we absolutely can afford to uh to pay welfare for the whole world but we shouldn't have to right and and let me give you just a just a hint here those of you that are listening to us outraged those of you that are cursing at your radios absolutely you're supporting illegals illegals they're illegal god that's all that's all that we have to say they're illegal well listen bad good people oppose bad laws every single time jews were illegal in germany at one point it was legal to shoot indians in this country it was legal to own black people your laws do not make it right right it's wrong what the government is doing to people that just want to come here to make a better life for themselves and i'm I'm sorry most of the immigrants the vast majority of them are people that are just looking for a better life. They aren't looking for a handout. Sure, there are some that are looking for handouts. No sure, doubt. Sure. That's because there's a handout for them to take. If the handouts go away, then that won't be a problem. But, but the idea that the, you know somebody has to beg a government bureaucrat for permission 
to be able to come here, jump through unending government bureaucrat, uh, bureaucratic hoops, pay thousands and thousands of dollars to some unaccountable government bureaucracy just to come here and have a shot at a better life is absolutely absurd and totally anti-freedom. And the final thing that you need to understand about this is that if these people that are anti-illegal immigrant get their way and they get the crackdown that they're looking for, you do understand that your freedoms are going to suffer, right? Yeah. You think that you can live a free life when the government is demanding at the point of a gun to kick in the uh, the doors of businesses and look through all their files to verify the citizenship of every single one of their employees? You think that you won't notice that the, the loss of freedoms when people are having their houses raided and searched looking for so-called illegal immigrants like they're doing drug war raids right now? They're going to be doing immigrant raids soon. In fact, they're already doing it in some places in this country. The INS is busy with that, or ICE is what it's called now. ICE is busy doing that. They're, That's the most disturbing name of a government agency I've ever heard. They're raiding people's businesses and homes looking for so-called illegal people. It's not just illegal drugs anymore. Now it's illegal people. You want to see the excuse for the rise of the police state? Look no further than the war on terrorism and the war on illegal immigrants. If you don't oppose this insane... It just is insanity... The police state will just continue to expand. You either support freedom, and that means open borders, or you support tyranny. Hour 3 is coming up. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so do enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. We need to get right back into the phone calls. Ladies come first. I believe we have Patricia on the line listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Patricia. Hello. How are you? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, a whole lot. (laughs) Well, pick one or two things and let's do it. Uh, Number one, I'd like to know what the pharmaceutical companies are dumping in the water to keep people asleep. (laughs) You know, I've I've heard I've heard allegations of fluoride. I don't know what to believe uh, with that. Uh, you know, I, it seems to me that uh, when I believe that uh, Thomas Jefferson made a, uh, a, a statement at one point, like uh, something to the effect that ignorance and liberty just absolutely don't go together. They never have, and they have never will. Well, well ignorance not- is bliss. I mean, uh, we've got a very comfy prison that we live in here, yes, Patricia. I, know. I mean, and we've I'm got television and beer and uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, sports and all kinds of things to keep uh-uh. us distracted. I'm not too comfortable. And Thomas Jefferson's my hero, and I figure he's flipped over so many times there's nothing left of him. Yeah. He's, but uh, I would like to know, um, aren't we supposed to be issued passports to be able to get into Canada and Mexico? That is, uh, yes, that is part of the uh, the coming police state crackdown, this you know so-called war on immigration, uh, which they haven't really been calling it that yet, but it might as well be called that. Uh, yes, uh, that is the law now, that you will need to show a passport to re-enter the country from Mexico or Canada, uh, which, of course, incredibly increases the, uh, the, the requirements and bureaucracy involved in just you know visiting family or going on a shop 
shopping trip or you know taking a vacation. And in addition to that, not only have they required that, but because they required it, the the amount of passport applications like you know quadrupled overnight. Yeah, it was huge. And so the bureaucrats, you know, they're normally very slow and inefficient. Now they're really slow and inefficient. And so what they've had to do is they've had to say, well, uh, we 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 mean that we're we're serious about requiring passports, but we're going to give you an extension because we just can't get them out the door fast enough. So really, they're just so impotent. They've always been impotent. Yeah. Uh, What exactly, uh, or who exactly, rather, is there to vote for? Well, there's Ron Paul. Ron uh, Paul's still in the race. There's the there's the Libertarian candidate, whoever that's going to end up being. That person has not been chosen yet. Uh, that will happen over the summertime. Uh, but really, voting is not going to solve this problem. I, I know it isn't. Uh, I I think that the answer is to start talking about secession again. I think that uh, decentralize uh, decentralization is important. It Thank worked, you. It worked very well for uh, for the for the Soviet Union. Uh, the, many of those so, former Soviet states are doing much better without the rule of uh, the you know the centralized process there. Estonia, for instance, I I believe uh, in the there's a new there's a new study out, Mark, and we haven't talked about it yet. But it's uh, it takes all of the different freedom indexes uh-huh. that are published every single year. There's the Free the World Foundation. There's the Heritage Foundation. Uh, there's the, uh, the 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 Reporters Without Borders. Uh, there's a, there's a handful of different indexes, and it it takes them all into account, and it determines what country is the statistically the most free in both personal and uh, economic areas. And it's Estonia, be a difficult thing to, uh, to to quantify. Estonia. I believe is the number one most free uh, country in the world right now, according mm. to uh, according to that organization. And I wish I could remember the name of it, but I I came across it recently and it was amazing. And uh, and one of the reasons is because they're they're freer now than they were before, and they've been able Didn't to. Didn't they enact- use Murray Rothbard, Rothbard's book to uh, set up their economic system? I'm not sure, but they did go from an income tax to a a flat tax, which which helped them out a bit, I guess. And or no, it's not a flat tax. Anyways, it's like a it's it's an income tax, but it's a flat income tax. Right. Uh, and yeah. it's lower than what we have here, so their economy is booming as a result of that. I think people need to start uh, taking secession as a serious idea and start talking about it, uh, you know, at their dinner parties. Start talking about it on the radio, uh, because you know, the, what for really? What do you think? I mean, does anybody have any real reason to keep the federal government around? I mean, no, the- we don't. And uh, did not uh, Abraham Lincoln kind of take that out of the Constitution? I don't know if it's out of the Constitution, but he effectively crushed the uh, the secession movement back in the 1800s. One of the worst presidents, most tyrannical uh, despots we've ever had in, in charge of this country. Hey, great call tonight, Patricia. Thank you for making it. We appreciate hearing from you. Let's continue with Becky in New Hampshire listening on WKBK. Hello, Becky. Hi, guys. Hey, what's, hey, what's on your mind? Um, I have two questions, and then I have kind of a rant, if you don't mind. Please. Sure. Okay. My first question is, um, what happened to the local uh, legislation that was going through, I believe it was the uh, New Hampshire House, about uh, a quarter of an ounce of marijuana as far as personal use goes? Uh, I believe the vote has been put off until the 21st. It's it's a couple weeks. So a we don't want to get out. hasty and make any rash decisions yeah. like uh, yeah. like just oh, turning no. a quarter ounce into a, a, viola- yeah. a violation that will be uh, uh, fined for 250 bucks. Basically, they've exactly. put it off to the very last possible day of their session. Okay, so the 21st of this month? I don't I don't quote me on that. It's, it's a couple weeks out at, at the very okay. least. Okay. Um, and... 
And how do you guys feel about outsourcing of jobs to other countries? Well, first of all, the reason that happens is because of government regulation. It's the number one, in my opinion, the number one reason. Uh, What you have, you're dealing with here in this country is the federal government mandates that all companies must pay, you know, a certain minimum wage. And they've recently Mm -hmm. raised that minimum wage and it's going to be raised again. And so every time that minimum wage goes up, the companies that are trying to put a product or a service out in the marketplace, they have to adjust the way they do business. And there are only so many different ways that as a business owner you can do that. Uh, One of the main ways is to cut staff. Uh, So, for instance, if you're working at at a company and the minimum wage goes up, then uh, and and presuming that company pays the minimum wage, I'd like to point out that most people in America that are the uh, the the money earners for a family get paid more than minimum wage. Right. Yeah. Even, minimum wage is for illegal aliens and kids. Even teenagers uh, usually at at most jobs make more than minimum wage. But anyway, let's presume the employer is paying uh, minimum wage. And uh, so what happens is you have to either cut jobs and make your employees do twice the work for the same amount of money or, you know, a buck extra an hour. Uh, So you can cut jobs or you can cut costs. So you can, for instance, reduce the quality of the materials that you might be making your products out of. But, of course, that makes you less competitive against the world market and less competitive in general because your products aren't up to spec like they used to be. Let's see. You can cut jobs. You can cut costs. Or you can – let's see. What's the third one, Mark? Cut jobs. You can cut. You can raise prices. You can keep mm-hmm. your quality the same. You can keep all the people on board, or you can raise your prices, which of course or also. Or you can keep your quality crappy and raise the prices anyway. Well, that's not. I mean, that's certainly not going to work at all. But uh, it's a but, good way to go out of business, <laughs> right? But yeah, but I mean, it, remember, it works you've always for most got comp- American companies. I, I I work for one. Well, you know, um, one of the things that you've, you'll find is that uh, a lot of people just, you know, th- they don't always uh, want to buy quality. Sometimes they just want to buy the cheap thing. Right. And, you know, it just it just really depends on what your use is. For instance, today I went to Home Depot, and I had the choice between three types of drill bits. I could get the crappy masonry drill bit, the mid-level masonry drill bit, and the, the high quality. I'm just going to assume that's true because they were priced three different ways, <laughs> and uh, they had three different types of packaging. Yep. And... You know, I I could have decided, you know, I'm just going to use this drill bit for this one particular, uh, you know, hole that I'm drilling, and I'll buy the cheap one. And a lot of people would have made that decision. I just happen to like, uh, generally, my mother taught me, buy the expensive one, and you'll never be disappointed. So I I buy the expensive one, and and I'm going to probably drill just this hole with it, and it'll probably be a waste of money. (laughs) Sit in in your drawer somewhere after that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so back to your question is that so those are the three different ways you can deal with it. None of those three ways are desirable. None of those right. three ways are good for your business. So what what ends up happening is not only is it just the minimum wage, but it's also OSHA and all these regulatory requirements and licensing and all the various different state, federal and local regulations that pile on top of businesses. And all these things do is increase costs because businesses have to spend money to comply with all these absurd government rules. And so what they do is they just say, at at some point, they just get fed up with all of it, and they say, ah, screw it. We're taking this stuff offshore. And so they go to some country that's hungry for business, some country that's willing to, you know, to allow them to build their factory or whatever it is they're they're manufacturing. And, uh, you know, you can hire the locals for a fraction of the cost of what Americans uh, are wanting to get paid and crank out the exact same product that you would have cranked out here in America for a fraction of the cost, which is what you want to do. You want to get your product into the hands of people at the lowest possible cost, and that's what outsourcing allows. If the federal government, and I know you had a rant, so hold on, we'll bring you back for that, but if the federal government would get the hell out of business and stop regulating, then those jobs could come back. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. And they include... The Shrine of Female Listeners. The dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com, see what it's all about. Had a bunch of lady calls, uh, female calls in a row here, and would like to invite all of them. Uh, anybody who listens to the show who is of the female persuasion, you qualify for the Shrine. Just uh, get all the details at shrine.freetalklive.com. Not all collection companies are the same. SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. Their employees are trained in resolving issues. Issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep those clients too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com and do business with business support Free Talk Live. Especially good for uh, some banks that need collections and uh, medical, like hospitals and medical companies. We have some dudes on the line that have been waiting very patiently, but they're going to have to keep waiting because Becky's still with us and she had a rant. Uh, So Becky, go quick with your rant because we've got to keep moving. Oh God, I feel so bad now. Um, okay, mm-hmm. I work for a company that sells cosmetics. I don't know if I could say their name, but... You can anyway. say it if you want. Oh, Avon. Allegedly. Anyway. Go ahead. Yes, allegedly. Um, and they basically outsourced all their customer service people to India. Mm. And I honestly was going to quit because I swear to God, you, you can't understand anything. It's, you know, it, it's noisy in the background and everything like mm. that. And they always... Uh, it just drives me nuts. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know about, in, in particular, when you're talking about customer service uh, being outsourced, um, you know, telephone calls, I think that it that might just be a function of what is economically feasible. Cutting costs. Yeah. I don't know right. that that is, is so much an issue of regulation in this country. It is to some extent, but, um, you know, that... that particular arena it's just easier to string some copper from here to there the world's getting smaller and smaller i'd like to i'd like to say on this particular topic that i have called you know different companies and been directed to various different countries presumably most of it has been india because that's certainly has been the sound Uh, i was on the phone with a a guy named kumar the other day Uh, and i have to say that uh, most of my experience i'd say 90 plus percent of the time uh, i'm treated very very well the customer service is very friendly uh, their their English is is quite good, and uh, I haven't had particularly negative experiences in general with outsourced uh, customer service. So I think that your mileage well, may vary. You know, I mean, maybe they really cut costs and went with some crap crap can company that's you know just not doing it right. But yeah. I'm certain that there are some companies over there in India that absolutely know what they're doing, and they have a, a very high quality staff that's doing the job right. One thing so. that if, if we can go off on rants on uh, Indian phone service, um, I'm or you know phone operators, I've got to say that. The ones that are doing telemarketing sales, that's the one that bothers me the most. Because sales just requires uh, such, you need such a connection with a person to get them to buy. And it can't be very darn successful when you've you've got somebody who doesn't have the command of the language in the same way. Agree. I'll agree completely there. Becky, thanks for the call tonight. As always, 800-259-9231. Continuing with the ladies, Starcrest is on the line in Arkansas. You're on Free Talk Live, Starcrest. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Um, I, well, I, I was started listening with the uh, lady that was speaking about the immigration mm-hmm. and even the outsourcing, and all of these issues are irrelevant if we can't fight for our opinion on them. 
And I think we need to call some attention to the S-1959, the radicalization of violent, you, you know the whole spiel. That was 1955. I think it was H.R. 1955, but it's different in the Senate. What was the uh, the Senate one? Uh, S-1959. Okay. So do tell. Go ahead. Uh, well, just the fact that the, the, the definitions of force and homegrown terrorists, I mean, you guys would fall into that. Uh, our people over at uh, Free Media Networks and Ron Paul Radio, we would fall under that because of our intellectual force and making a, an intelligent, logical argument in, in a political view. All of those things would be viewed as terrorism. Our habeas corpus would be completely taken away. They could legally take us off to Guantanamo Bay, leave us there, no trial, no nothing, and there would be nothing that we could do about it. Well, and, they, and in Guantanamo, you really can't do much about it. <laughs> it's all very disturbing, Starcrest, and you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, I don't know. They could kick in my door any old time they wanted to. They haven't done it yet, and I'm going to keep doing this radio show as long as I possibly can. Right. In this in this free country, it seems like we've got a couple of freedoms left. You've got the the freedom Jeez. to you've got the freedom to like uh, to leave if you don't like it, and currently we seem to have the freedom to complain if we don't like it. But that's it. Yeah, but but that's not going to be for very much longer if they it could be you know could be their right. their gates that they're putting up and their virtual fences that are that have you seen the water gun? I mean the weapons that they're coming up to use and the, we're not talking about using against the terrorists you know the so-called people that bombed our buildings or whatever you want to call it. We're not talking about them. We're talking about the weapons that they're using against U.S. citizens here. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if I've seen the water gun, but I've definitely seen. I mean, certainly I saw the one from the uh, the sixties. But uh, there's the I one with the. I'm like, Good morning, America. There's the one with the heat ray. <laughs> the one that makes you feel like your skin's on fire. There's that one yeah. that they have. There's the one, the noise one that makes you feel like you're going to vomit. Yep, you just, you that, just can't yeah. even stand. You're so disoriented. The, the light one, the one they strip you with the light. They have a sticky gun. They have a virtual fence up on on the border wall. I, I mean, are, are they are they putting that fence up to keep people out, or are they doing it to keep people in? Because That's we a just good question. Like 1.6 or 1.8, I can't remember the exact figure. Billion dollars to Mexico so that they could build up their southern border to South America. Why would they do that? You know, it, 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 these are all disturbing, disturbing questions, and uh, I wonder what they, I wonder what they told the East German people when they were putting up, you know, the the wall around Berlin. Was were they trying to keep out the bad people or keep in the terrorists? Yeah, yes. It was the communists. We got to keep out the communists. Well, they were the communists. They oh, yeah, were keeping right. out the, oh, oh, the, the yeah. imperialists. And now, now they've they've passed legislation in California that that um, that, that the teachers are allowed to, to teach communism, and that anybody that tries to stop them is going to basically be in trouble. Well, that, isn't and that what they've been on top teaching? Of that, oh, it gets better. That they're um, making homeschooling illegal. Yeah. You can you can actually be held like criminally liable. For not wanting your kids brainwashed by their public school system. Well, I mean, if there was any other reason that parents needed to get the hell out of California as soon as possible, I think that should be the icing on the cake for them. I mean, if if you stay in California, if you're a homeschooling parent and you stay in California after it's been made illegal, you are just a sadist or something. You you really like to be punished. Uh, get the hell out and uh, get you know get thee to New Hampshire. At least if you love liberty, if you love freedom, then uh, I highly suggest the free. State project. Are you a member, Starcrest? I am not a member yet. I'm looking into it, and, and actually, we've been looking into it for probably about two weeks. You know, it's just a really hard sell on the cold. And I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> to ask my listeners over here on uh, Free Media Networks, Ron Paul Radio. They, 
they'll all tell you. If it is under 50 degrees, I do not check the mail. I know. Oh, I know what you're saying. Look, Starcrest, I'm a Floridian. <laughs> yeah, we're both Florida-born, Florida natives, so don't give me the, you know, it's, it's too cold. It's not that thing. bad. No, really, it's really not. It's, it, it was 50 degrees great. today. I don't like seeing the snow for that long, I've got to say, but when I think about the, uh, I, when I think about the, 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 the guys in Valley Forge during the Revolutionary War, I'm sure they complained, and I'm sure they had, had it kind of rough, but, you know, if I stayed down in Florida and the, the nation went down the tubes because I wasn't willing to move to New Hampshire, I just wasn't, I, I, I wasn't going to do that. Here's what I suggest, oh, I Starcrest. Know, I, I, know I know you're, I know you're considering right, it. And my husband and I are talking about it, and we're looking at... As you, as you talk, it, as you... Know, you... Um, he's in, like, computer drafting cat system specialist. He does, like, the software stuff for it. And trying to find a job up there that isn't really related to the Veritip, Real ID. Well, actually, you know, the, the tech the sector up here, as I understand it, is pretty good. And I've got a suggestion for you. Hang on, we'll bring you back. Take your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition. Bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, And also, you need to know about the Free State Project because Soviet-style central planning just doesn't work. So what's the best way to reach out to Liberty Lovers? Google Ads, Direct Mail, Free Talk Live. Only you know what's best. You can choose what project is worthy of your dollars. So go to freestateproject.org slash donate and choose how you want to contribute. That's freestateproject.org slash donate. Speaking of the Free State Project, uh, we're talking with Starcrest from Arkansas. Apparently, uh, Starcrest, you mentioned sort of briefly that you're one of the hosts over at, uh, what's it, Ron Paul Radio? Ron Paul Radio. We're actually moving over to Free Media Networks. That That's right. You're the- transitioning. Yeah, we did it. We did it today. Uh, I think that I was the first one to officially broadcast on it for the for our test run. You know, to the did public. You, did you get a trophy for and that being the first one? Oh, you're so- everybody. <laughs> everything went well. We are up and going. Please ignore Excellent. my smarmy co-host. <laughs> uh, so yeah, congratulations to you guys. You're doing a good thing there at uh, Free Media Networks. What's the website, by the way? Um, for that. It's it's www.freemedianetworks.com. That's plural. Freemedianetworks.com. Yes, Very good. Uh, so you guys are carrying Free Talk Live, uh, kind of like our cam, our studio cam. You're rebroadcasting yeah. that, which I think is way awesome. Uh, but I wanted to just touch real quickly on this idea that New Hampshire is too cold. Um, it, it, that was my number one concern. So honestly, I felt exactly the same way that you did three or four years ago when I was looking at joining the Free State Project. And uh, you know, the fact is, it's not as cold as many of the places in this country. Country, including you know Wisconsin and uh, you know, states like that. Uh, in fact, it doesn't really get below freezing that often. It's usually at nighttime when it gets below freezing here during the the winter time. There's like a couple of weeks where it can get down there, but uh, uh, you know, more than a month. Uh, but definitely more than. Yeah, I don't know. It's cold. I, I no doubt. It, I don't want to diminish cold. that that it gets cold but, in New Hampshire. But one thing I can say for sure is that you get you adjust. 
uh, you will right. adjust to it to some extent. Now, you know, I can't go out and stand in it uh, in shorts. I, I would never do something like that. That's that's only what, you know, native New Hampshireites can do. But, you know, maybe in another five or ten years, I'll be able to pull something like that off. But but just after my first year of being here, I already can notice the difference in my comfort level of being outside when it's cold. Now, I get, I mean, I have to say that I'm particularly sensitive to it because my hands lose heat like crazy. They just, I mean, they just, the heat just gets sucked right out of them. But it's well worth it. Uh, you know, they, that's why they make gloves. And uh, as long as you're moving around and you, you're you're bulked up, uh, you can absolutely stay warm. Uh, so it's really not an issue. In fact, if you want to look at it this way, up here, heat is a luxury. Like down south, air conditioning is a luxury. So, you know, down yeah, south. See, I, I don't ever use my air conditioner. I usually turn it off. Come about, oh, uh, I would say... I, I run my air conditioner maybe between 3 and 7 in the afternoon because I'm in the river, you know, and it, from about April to, oh, the latter end of September. I'm sitting in the river. I don't have to worry about that. Well, I guess things uh, are a little different in, in Arkansas than they are. The Free State Project is the jobs because, you know, three or four years ago, we were in a completely different economy than what we're in now. Mm-hmm. And we're a family of five surviving off of one income and so my husband's income and him i think there's like a 26 percent uh raise in cost of living but there's only a 15 percent raise in you know pay when we go out there so that's a 10 percent loss in total income which could be a very big problem with a family of five yep you got to find the right uh, employment situation for you and remember that the statement of intent is a statement of intent it is not a commitment it is not a contract it is not a marriage what it's does it say, What Mark? you intend to do, that you intend to move within uh, within five years of the Free State Project getting to 20000 So the signing of it isn't, you know, you're not signing in blood or anything like that. You're, you're saying that when they get to 20000 you intend to move within five years. So, you know, life changes, and intent is just intent. Right, and here's what I would suggest to you, Starcrest, is that you take a moment, uh, take some time out of your, uh, your busy life, if you can, and come up and visit uh, during Porkfest or during the Liberty forum and feel what it's like to be i'm sure you've met up with a ron paul meetup group and you could feel what it's like to be around you know a few dozen people that that think like-minded to you but imagine being around hundreds of people like that uh, all in the same place together it's quite an experience and i guarantee it'll really give you a good idea for uh for the the just un- unbelievably awesome situation that we have uh that's being created up here so i would invite you to go to freestateproject.org or porkfest.com learn more about that and uh, keep up the good work there with uh, the free media uh, networks. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. Big thanks to those guys and all of our internet mm-hmm. and radio station affiliates uh, who, who are taking the show. Of course, we appreciate everybody. Let's continue with the phone calls. Uh, finally, done with the ladies. Let's go to John in Michigan. He's been waiting par- uh, patiently, listening on WTKG. Hello, John. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, what's on um, your mind tonight? You know, your issue with uh, immigration and claiming that they're coming here for uh, welfare and the that that's uh, a redistribution of wealth. Uh, partially that may be true, but uh, you're painting it as the only uh, factor of the redistribution of wealth is, is inaccurate. Um, welfare programs only consist of 2% of federal discretionary spending. Uh, we have much more of our wealth, our tax dollars, is being distributed to where? To the, the private military. sector, to corporations for research and development through either tax subsidies, uh, tax breaks, tax shelters, 
Uh, oh, I, if rant, I if if it came across uh, as we were, on. I mean that's that's the majority of John. Of if if it came across as we were suggesting welfare state for the corporations, John. So if it came that. across that we were suggesting that welfare was only for immigrants or welfare was the only issue, I I apologize. I didn't mean to miscommunicate. Right, we were just redistribution of wealth, whether it's through corporations or through the individuals, is wrong right. and immoral. Right. So we okay, were just okay. talking about that's immigration. So you're to, absolutely like to right, move on sir. To a, a, another topic, please. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, when you talk about deregulation as a reason why, or, or the too many, re- I'm sorry, the too many regulations are the reason why our jobs are going overseas. Uh, it's NAFTA and GAFTA deregulated the business model, allowing corporations to go overseas. I mean, and that Bush Senior, Bush Junior, Reagan, all have deregulized uh, the the way the corporations or private business. Uh, can function around the world, around the globe. And so it's actually a failure of of a certain sector of deregulation uh, that has uh, resulted in our current state. Hold on a second. Let me see if I've got this straight. Because I, for one, have never read NAFTA or any of those things. It's not free trade agreements, by the way. Those things are restrictions. Uh, I don't care if they deregulated some areas. You don't have freedom of trade if there are thousands of pages you have to read to understand the rules. But here's my question for you. Are you saying that it should be illegal for a company to go overseas and make a product? No, it should be illegal for them to center their accounts in the Cayman Islands. If you're going to call yourself an American company, you put your accounts here in America, not in international waters where you have uh, uh, less oversight of of, oh, of the government. There's, so there's so you, you so you support between libertarianism and anarchy. Okay. So you support oppressive taxes, and you no, you no, want to no, no, use no, 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 no. and you want to use the, the force of law to make I people regulations that that, that uh, cement the sovereignty. Of, of people. You can't have sovereignty uh, if you right. have you regulation. Listen, man, you don't even understand what sovereignty means. I'm not sovereign if you can point a gun at me and take my money. That's what taxes no, are. There's a, there's a difference between regulations that protect workers. Not, not, it, 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 there's a difference between regulations that infringe upon sovereignty and regulations that protect the sovereignty of uh, the individual. Sorry, dude. Uh, th- th- Look, man, do you think I'm going to go someplace and work where it's not safe? What protects the worker is being informed and, um, you know, openness. What protects yeah, the workers is uh, competition. Has the power to hire and fire. Not, not, the, not the consumer, not the employee. It's the employer. No, that's not even absolutely true. I can fire my employer today if I feel like it. The employee. Yeah, uh, no, no. What what a work out, arrangement out, is, sir. No, I mean, no, no. You're talking a bunch of gobbledygook. What a work arrangement is is an agreement between two people to exchange labor for money. That's what work is. I can fire my boss tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Then good luck paying the bills. Well, what are you good, talking and, about? And good luck getting my labor out of me. What What are you talking about? Good luck paying what bills? He hung up. Oh, come on. You know, that's the problem with people like him. They just can't hang on. They just can't hold they out. They want to use the force of government to enforce yep. their wills. And, you know. Coward. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Talk live. Only moments remain. I don't know if we'll have enough time for your call. I'll give you the number anyway. 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Hey, you like the show? Want to help us out? Then shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. You know you got to do the shopping anyway. You've got stuff you want. 
You're going to buy it eventually. You might as well buy it through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com because, number one, you're going to get the brands you want. You're going to get the probably the best prices online. I swear, Amazon, Amazon beats eBay on a bunch of items that I've checked. Uh, and let's see, what else? Uh, best prices, brands you want, free Super Saver shipping on a whole bunch of items in 41 categories to shop in. Everything from groceries now at Amazon to, of course, their huge selection of books, electronics, furniture even. I just ordered a piece of furniture, and it was great. Uh, great price. Best price I could find online. Amazon.freetalklive.com. The best thing, of course, for us is that if you enter through that link, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Real quick, before we continue with the phone calls, uh, we just got off the phone with John in Michigan, and I would I would have held him over. Yeah, he uh, could have he could have uh, you know, talked about it all. because I like debate. I like dissenting opinions. And uh, John was trying to claim that there's two kinds of regulations. He claims that there's the good kind of regulation that helps the the workers, and then there's the bad kind of regulation that uh, I guess hurts the workers. I right. forget what his exact claim was, but no, uh, sorry, both kinds of regulations are anti-freedom. If you love liberty and freedom, you can't be in favor of governmental regulation. You need to be in favor of allowing the marketplace to self-regulate, to self-control uh, uh, itself. See, and and here's the problem with the the whole thought process that regulations are going to work is because the people, although regulations were probably created, many of them, um, OSHA regulations, things like that, were created with the workers in mind. The best they, of intentions. The I'm best sure. of intentions. You're not going to be the one who's in charge. It's always going to be the guy with more money mm. who's able to control these things and use the regulations to get what they want. That's... That's regulations right. don't really regulate cor- the corporations that are in existence. What they do is regulate out the little guy who's coming in and giving competition in that arena and who is going to make things better for the whole world. Every industry, every time, uh, regulatory boards, these uh, advisory boards, whether they be local, state, or federal, regulatory boards are almost always staffed with people that are the old school business guys. Mm-hmm. The, the people that are the, in the industry that is being regulated are on the regulatory advisory boards, and they propose rules and they propose laws to keep other people from starting their, starting their own businesses and competing. And I'm sorry, it's not regulation that protects employees. What protects employees is competition between businesses for employees. Because I want to hire the best employees, and because you want to hire the best employees, Mark, we have to compete between each other to offer those employees the best working environment. My uh, my girlfriend, Julia, she works for uh, for the Panera Bread Company, which is a, it's a franchise that she works for. And she's always talking about how great they treat their employees there and how, you know, whenever she goes to a meeting, they've always got a bunch of snacks and stuff for them to eat. And they're making but you them can believe at that same company that some malcontents out there like the big corporations oppressing me. Well, sure. The co- they, they've been sued, for instance, by some of their uh, their employees after they've been fired because they're lousy. The crappy employees. Yeah, the crap can <laughs> employees. They get fired and they say, hey, oh. Uh, This is my job, and you can't fire me. I got rights. Well, it's not your job. It's the employer's job, and he lets you do it in exchange for money. Right. That's that's what a job is. We either have a free marketplace, or we have a government-regulated marketplace. What we have right now is a government-regulated marketplace, and so people are not free to make their own decisions about their own businesses. And if you aren't free to make your own decision about your own business, then it might as well not even be your business. It might as well just be a a state-owned business. I mean, we're just, we're only a few steps away from nationalizing industries at this point. 1-800-259-9231. Let's go to the phone calls. Uh, let's talk first to, to Manuel in New York on the amp line. Hello, Manuel. Manuel, going once. Manuel, going twice. 
Let's try instead, uh, I believe it is John in Hawaii on the other amp line. Hello, John. John? Hello. Hey, I was uh, born in America, but I think I might be an illegal. Oh, really? Really? Why is that? Well, I'm an escaped slave in that I don't pay my taxes anymore. That mm. would make you uh, illegal, I believe. Yes. <laughs> At least by yeah, their I've definition. Own, uh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I've had my own uh, internet business for the past year, and I've decided that you know paying taxes would make me a slave. So. I am no longer uh, at their mercy. I'm no longer a slave. Good for you. As far as I'm concerned, so. you're a great American. You come from a, gr- a great line of great Americans. Plenty of tax protesters out there in our uh, nation's founding. Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> all great tax protesters. And I thank you for your service. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you, Mark. I think that uh, you're absolutely right. I was just reading the uh, the state constitution briefly. Uh, the, the first, the very first line of the New Hampshire state constitution references, and I don't have it in front of me, but uh, to paraphrase it, references the fact that in this so-called free country, in the so-called uh, free state of New Hampshire, that governments are formed by the people by consent. So the these governments that we supposedly have, they rule over us because we've consented to them. Well, I'm with you, John. I'm withdrawing my consent. I have no interest in consenting to a government that's going to steal my money from me and then use it in ways that I don't uh, that I don't agree with. And governments that are trying to control my life tell me how I should live my life, right. who it's, I should be able to associate with. When the government uses the money um, that that I give it properly, then I'll be fine and, and and I'll be glad to give them money. But the fact is, they're never going to use the money exactly the way I want it used. So that's what I'm in the middle of doing is withdrawing <laughs> my consent as well. I like you do not pay uh, the federal government a dime if I can avoid it. Obviously, if I'm filling up my gas tank. I can't avoid that. But anyway, I'm, I can avoid it. I absolutely will. What other thoughts do you have for us? Well, I just wanted to say that if uh, Uncle Sam wanted to come and find me, uh, I'm going to be joining my brother, uh, Will Buchanan, on the, the Walk for Liberty uh, starting uh, here next month. Um, awesome. He, I think he called in a couple weeks ago. Yes, he did. That's a- his, uh, his project. WalkforLiberty.com, is it? Yeah, that's correct. All right, excellent. Uh, just, I'll uh, just, he's going yeah. to be walking uh, 100% across the way, and, and uh, you know, myself and his wife, we're going to be joining him. We're going to be doing uh, you know, other things to help promote him and uh, you know, driving the RV and stuff like that. And so if Uncle Sam wants to come find me for being a tax evader, well, they know where I'm at. That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll see if you make it across the country in one piece, John. Hey, thank you for the call tonight. <laughs> we appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Just to recap what the Walk for Liberty is, this is pretty exciting i think it's really cool uh john as he and will right are uh, two brothers they live in hawaii right now but they are both as i understand it, they're both free state project members i I've, I've met will for sure i don't think i've met john i don't think i have either i know i've met will and will's his, a and hell of a nice guy lovely wife uh so they are all walking across america they're gonna obviously take a uh, flight to california and then from there they're going to be walking all the way to new hampshire it, 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 it's it's a heck of a project, and it's going to bring attention to uh, the, the goals of liberty. Yeah, they're inviting people to come walk with them if they, you know, if they're walking through their area, come and uh, and join the walk for liberty. And of course, they're going to try to get as much attention for it as possible, all the way promoting the Free State Project because that's their end goal is to arrive in New Hampshire and, and as part of the Free State Project and stay there once uh, once they arrive. So of course Huge. we'll be. Will uh, I no doubt they will be calling in and updating us uh, as their as to their progress. I believe it's scheduled to begin in April, 
and it's going to take them about six months. So this is going to be a hell of a, uh, a process, and I, I really wish them the best of luck. And I know they're training diligently and buying a whole bunch of pairs of shoes and stuff like that, so pretty exciting. <laughs> I think you'll need quite a few shoes. Let us continue. Uh, we talked to Jeff in Nevada. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jeff. Uh, yeah, hey, guys. I just wanted to let you guys know I'm working on a letter right now, but I'll, I'll call in later about that. But you guys were talking about repression and oppression earlier, and I'd like to identify on some very fundamental level uh, about the government system. Uh, for instance, there were a lot of government targets over the years. You know, the government challenged them, neutralized them, and destroyed them, basically. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, the the political conflict between our government and we the people uh, must be openly discussed, I think. Um, of course, you know, activists and protesters have been targeted, harassed, and attacked by our intelligence agencies nationwide for decades. Well, they'd like, they would like to suppress as much dissent as yes. they can possibly get away with, but that's why it's all the more important to dissent even louder and even more conspicuously than before. Yeah, throughout history, you know, our intelligence agencies has, has has basically engaged in these criminal activities. I'd like to point out, Jeff, that they are not my intelligence agencies. <laughs> I did not ask them to do the job they are doing, and nor do I want to pay for it. We're short on time, but thank you for the call tonight. Let's go quickly to Vince in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live with the Indemarkle Vince. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Excellent. time is short. you got about 30 seconds. Go. Yes, I just wanted to say uh, you might want to uh, cover the Sean Shepard Monday because he's the libertarian run for the 7th Congressional District seat here. What's so special about this libertarian? Well, he's a little bit different, but he talks about our our future obligations of $53 trillion, which Once again, I'm not obligated to anything. I didn't sign any of those contracts. <laughs> I have no obligation. That's the federal government for well, you. Thanks for the call tonight. It has been Ian here with you. And Mark. We will return Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. And I wish you a happy and safe and fun weekend. Thank you very much. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. 